0: Drama on One.
1: Sundays at 8 pm. RTE.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.
2: You're listening to RTE Radio One. Drama on One is offered as a podcast at RTE.ie forward slash drama on one and of course here on RTE Radio One on Sunday nights. Tonight's play tells the story of two writers both working in a Spanish prison in the reign of General Franco but on different sides of the bars. Featuring a cast hailing from Spain, El Salvador, Chile and San Francisco, this is Antonio Gil-Martinez, José Miguel Jiménez, Letitia Vaquero, Fede González, Marcos Isla and Roger Gregg, in Escapism and Dime Novels, by Gerard Frixes-Ribera.
3: At the count of three, ordered Sheriff Kane, all drop your guns and surrender. And what if we don't, Sheriff? Drawled the tallest thief with confidence.
1: Sheriff Kane Kane knew knew they wouldn't surrender easily. easily, But he wasn't wasn't returning. You don't don't want want to know. Kane looked at the three thieves in front of him and added,
3: "I'm I'm giving you you a chance to finish finish this this with no more harm done." One, he shouted, waiting to see their reaction. Nobody moved. Two, again, nobody moved. But Cain noticed the hand of the fat one was slowly getting closer to the gun. His fingers almost touching the trigger. He drew,
1: but before he could aim, a bullet took the gun out of the thief's hand. It happened so fast, the others only saw the gun hit the ground. The sheriff stood in front of them, defiant, his revolver still smoking.
3: Three, he shouted. The look on the thieves' faces changed, confidence gone from their eyes. Kane could tell they weren't sure of their next move. Your time is over, said the sheriff. You better drop the guns.
1: Carlos." Suddenly, the tallest one jumped to one side while drawing his gun. Carlos! Oh, oh God! Good Lord! Santiago, it's you. Oh, God, Christ, you scared me. I I thought the convicts were escaping. Thank God they weren't. I wish you could see your face. I was involved in my writing and didn't notice you coming in. I can see that.
4: I came back from Wing Four a while ago. I've been calling you for a while before you noticed. Let's pray nothing happens in the night shift while you are typing your dime novels. Everything is
1: under control. I checked wing two and three ten minutes ago. It's quiet as always. Night shift is always boring. I know. That's why there is two
4: of us in this guard box, so we don't fall asleep. Hmm. But I believe today I'll have no company.
1: Sorry, Santiago. I'm under time pressure. The publisher wanted this story yesterday and I still haven't finished it.
4: Every week you write a new story for those dime
1: novels. I don't know if these pulps are worth the effort. It isn't about money. In fact, I could survive easily with only my prison wages. But I always wanted to be a writer. So this is the closest I can get.
4: (laughs) Uh, You don't even sign those novels.
1: That's not true. I sign
4: them all but not with your own name. I've seen loads of dime novels on the newsstands and I've never found your name on the cover. In fact, there is never even
1: a Spanish sounding name. That's a publishing thing. Nobody would buy a western pulp or a crime novel written by Carlos Gallardo. It doesn't sound right. If the story is set in the States, they expect a Yankee to write it. So you use only American names? But it's always the same name, so people know Tom Garland is me. (laughs) Tom Garland? What? You don't look like a Tom Garland at all. Why
4: don't you write a crime story set in Spain? (sighs) Then you could sign as
1: Carlos. Uh, Sure, but the regime's censors say Franco-Spain is an absolute paradise and there is no crime at all. (sighs) They wouldn't allow it to be published.
4: Uh, No crime in Spain. (laughs) That's a good one.
1: Hard to believe when working in a prison, isn't it?
4: Yeah, tell it to the convicts. (laughs) They know what happens better than we do. (laughs) Did you hear that a bomb exploded yesterday next to the regime's government building?
1: Oh, really?
4: There is nothing in the newspapers, of course. I only know it because the convicts gossip. I can not tell how they hear these things even when they are locked up.
1: Oh, look, look what time it is. I'm sorry, Santiago, but it's getting late and I have 20 pages to finish.
4: Sure, sure, do your thing. I'll be here playing
1: solitaire. Uh, Thank you, I I owe you one. Let's see. Uh, Okay, so. Bullets flew, but Sheriff Kane anticipated them and jumped aside. He shot back, with better aim. The tall one was clipped in the shoulder before he hid behind the column. The fat one, who had lost his gun, watched from under a table.
5: Excuse me, you work in the prison, right? Do you know Carlos Gallardo, the night shift guard?
4: Carlos, sir. Why? Do you know when he gets off? Uh, The night shift finished a while ago. Uh, He'll be out soon.
5: Oh, then I'll wait here.
4: Uh, There he is. Carlos, Uh, this man is looking
1: for you. Mr. Troya, what are you doing here? Santiago, this is Don Rafael Troya. He publishes my novels. Nice to meet you. A Pleasure. Can we talk, Carlos? Look, Don Rafael, I know. I know I'm late with the novel and you needed it yesterday. But I've been working all night. I can confirm that. I just need a couple more hours and it's finished. I promise. Don't worry about that now. Can we go someplace quiet? Sure. There is a bar on the corner. Santiago, I'll see you tonight. Uh, See you tonight. So, what's all this mystery, Mr. Troya?
5: You know Curtis Carrigan,
1: Carlos? Oh, he's another of your writers, isn't he?
5: I've seen his name on the covers. He is Ediciones Troya's top seller. You can't imagine how well his novels do. Crime or western, it doesn't matter. If a pulp has his name on the cover, it outsells the rest of our writers. Oh, really? Curtis Carrigan's real name is Victor Rivera. He also lives in Barcelona. He's always been a revolutionary, but in a low-key way. Last week, he was arrested in a protest against Franco's regime. He's been held at the police station for the last four days. I've been told he'll be moved to prison today. That's why I need you. Do you want me to get you inside? I'm sorry, that's impossible, Mr. Troya. No, I know only family visits are allowed... I need you to talk to him. I need him to keep writing. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You want me to what? I need more novels. He can write them inside, and you can bring them to me.
1: But guards are not allowed to do that. We can't have that kind of contact with the conflict.
5: But you have to. Please. We need Victor Rivera's income. People are wasting their money on those new television things and the sales of dime novels are falling.
1: But I could get into trouble. Why don't you find someone to write under his name?
5: The readers will notice. They may want simple stories, but they aren't stupid. And if they notice we are fooling them, they'll never come back. I'm sorry. You'll have to find another way. I won't break the rules. Come on, Carlos. I'm asking you as a favor. And not only for me... His wife needs the salary to get by. And they have a baby too, less than a year old.
1: All right, all right, Don Rafael. I'll talk to Victor, but I'm not promising you anything.
4: Hey, Carlos. Hey. What are you doing?
1: I'm just checking the arrivals list. Are you not going to be writing again tonight? Oh, I finished the last pages at home. I'm done for this week. Uh, (sighs) Santiago, do you mind changing rounds? I'll check corridors one and four and you do the other two. Be my
4: guest. It's not like there is much difference. (sighs) Okay, Thanks.
1: Hey! Which one of you is Victor Rivera? Here. You, come with me. Is there a problem, officer? I just have to talk to you. Follow me. But will I come back? Just walk. There's nothing wrong, I told you. You are Curtis Carrigan, correct? Yeah.
0: How do you know? Nobody knows that.
1: Wait. I'll tell you when we get to the library.
0: Oh, so that's it. Troya wants me to keep writing while I'm here. Son of a... There are more important things to worry about than writing his dime novels.
1: I know, I know. You're right. But I know how prison is, and days can be really long with nothing to do. I can't do it. Troya told me...
0: He will give your money to your family. I guess they will find it useful. No, you don't understand. I can't do it. Even if I want to, I can't. This hand is useless. Oh, Christ. What happened? Oh, I accidentally put my hand under a policeman's boot. And then I clumsily closed the interrogation room door on my fingers. (sighs) bastards.
1: Has the prison doctor seen this?
0: Yes. He was the one who put on the bandages. It's unusable for probably a month. And who knows if it will ever heal well. You know... You're not the first prisoner who has arrived like that from police custody. But still... See what I can't write anymore? But do you want to? (laughs) I didn't even think of it.
1: Listen, Victor... We could meet at night, like now, and you could dictate it. (laughs) Dictate it? God.
0: Dictate it? To a secretary?
1: No, no. I can do it. I have my own typewriter here.
0: Oh, my God. This is crazy. Did you hear yourself? A prison guard as my secretary? I don't know what Troya did to convince you, but he must be paying you a lot of money. Oh, no, 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 sorry. I, I should explain. My My real
1: name is Carlos Gallardo. But I also do write my own dime novels as Tom Garland. Maybe you've heard of me. Mm, no. Oh, oh, well, well.
0: Well, anyway, I, I just want to help a workmate. You mean... That is your alias, Tom Garland, your pen name. Yes. Mm. So you write Troyes'
1: pulp too. <laughs> you bet. Well, not as successfully as you do, which is why I still work here. So, what do you say? Do you
0: want me to help you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This sounds so. This is crazy. I'm not sure if this... Do you know what? What the hell? I can't exactly shake hands, huh? But it's a deal.
5: Let's try it. You saved my life, Carlos. I thought losing Victor was going to kill the business. I don't know
1: how to thank you. Uh, well, well, it's not all resolved yet. There are still some issues.
5: Oh, I'm sure we can find a solution. What's the problem?
1: First, Victor's rhythm will be slower than before.
5: Well, how fast do you think he will be? A novel a month? Every two weeks?
1: Oh, I don't know. Neither does he. I guess we'll see as we go along. But because he needs my help typewriting, I won't reach my own deadlines either.
5: Oh, don't worry about that. As long as we have Curtis Carrigan novels coming, we have no problem. Oh. Oh, oh, well. Hmm. Don't misunderstand me. I like your novels, and when you finish another one, I will publish it. But Ediciones Troya needs Curtis Carrigan's stories to survive. Look, as you're helping him, you can have part of his salary.
1: Oh, oh no, 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 no. Please, no. Keep that money for his family. And um, that's the second thing. You still owe Victor his last novel's wages.
5: Are you sure? Let me check it. Let's see. The last one was two weeks ago. A crime novel called The Judge Forgives. I don't.
1: No, no, no. The last one was one week ago. A western called uh, The Dead General. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let me see. Look, here it is.
5: At the end of your list. Oh, yes, I missed it. What a title, eh? His titles always get me into trouble with the censors. No problem. We'll pay him. Do you mind bringing the money to his wife? Me?
1: Why me? Why do you not? uh...
5: It's just that I saw her when Victor was arrested, and I don't think she likes me. (laughs) Then, if that's all, if you need something else, you know where I am. My secretary will give you the money and the address. Mrs. Ruiz? Si. Would you mind?
2: there?
1: Isabel? Uh, is that Victor Rivera's wife? Who are you? I'm a friend of your husband. Um, he has sent me with a message for you.
2: Come in. <gasps> Hello.
1: Are you Victor's little boy? Hello, you. What's his name?
2: You said you have news from Victor. Oh, yes. Take a seat.
1: First, Victor doesn't want you to worry. He's all right. He's in prison waiting for the trial. Hopefully not for too long. Meanwhile, he'll take care of the family. He will keep working on his novels. Here. What's this? His most recent payment. It's all for you.
2: The bastard? He's doing it again. What's the problem? He always does this. Always tries to be the hero, you know? It isn't enough for him to be writing about heroes. He must be the lonesome cowboy himself.
1: Well, I guess he's trying to do what's best.
2: The best would have been staying here with his family instead of going to that protest. I don't need a hero. I need my husband. Do you know he has forbidden me to visit him? (sighs) All because of his hero fantasies.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't know that.
2: Well, of course you didn't. Who are you by the way?
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm... My name is Carlos Gallardo. I'm a prison guard, but I also write dime novels for Troya. Um, I use the name Tom Garland. Maybe you heard of me.
2: Um no. Oh oh. Mm. oh great. Another writer. As if one wasn't enough. Is that all?
1: Well, there is another thing.
2: What else?
1: When Victor was arrested he left a manuscript unfinished. He wants to finish it now. If you let me take a look in his desk, maybe I'll find it for myself.
2: He has no desk. He writes at the kitchen table. Here, take all these pages. Take them all.
0: Hmm. What did Isabel say?
1: Oh, she was. Um,
0: overwhelmed, quite emotional. I wish I could have seen her. Did you tell her everything I told you? Everything.
1: Look, I brought your manuscripts. There are actually a couple of unfinished to choose from. We have um, the town shoots red bullets Mm -hmm. and they call him rebellion. Tell me which one and we'll begin. We don't have much daily working time.
0: Okay, Um, Okay. let's do the town shoots first. All right.
1: Whenever you want to start.
0: Ready? Ready. When he woke up from the explosion, uh, six revolvers were pointing at Billy. Unsure if he was fast enough. For all of them, well, Billy... Well, the wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> I can't type that fast. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, six revolvers were pointing at Billy. Unsure if he was fast enough for all of them.
3: Billy balanced the pistol in his hand. By its weight, he could tell there were just three bullets left. In front of them, five gunmen took aim. The sixth one was the sheriff. Surrender, Billy. This has to end. We don't want revolutionaries in this town. Billy analyzed his options. He threw the gun on the ground. Okay, sheriff. You win. I never lose, Billy. You should know that. Never say never, replied Billy, with a mysterious smile.
1: Hey, Santiago. What are you up to? Uh
4: yes. Reading the afternoon newspaper. Remember. The the bomb I told you about last week. Uh Well, they finally said something.
1: Oh, what happened?
4: Well, I've just started reading it. Blaming it on uh, a Masonic Jew conspiracy, as always. We'll only ever know the truth if they find those responsible and bring them in here. Well, while you're catching up on the news, I was thinking,
1: would you mind if I head to the library in Wing 4? I
4: don't see why not. You've been there all week.
1: Ah, Thanks. See you later.
4: I know what you are doing in there. You know? You do?
1: Oh, well, Santiago, I can explain. I
4: never bother you. When you were writing your pulp novels here... But if you feel better there, as long as you are here when needed, you can do as you wish. But just remember how boring
1: it is for me being here alone. <laughs> y- y- yes, yes, I- I'm sorry. It won't be a long time. Just a couple of weeks, I hope. Don't worry. That's why I brought the paper.
4: But if this keeps going on, I'll bring a radio too. <sighs> this shift is so tiresome. So I, I believe it's worse in the outside towers. I owe you big time, Santiago. I don't know how I'll repay you. Neither do I. But make sure you are here when needed before our replacements arrive, or
1: we'll get in trouble. I will, sure. Well, thank you, Santiago.
0: The last three days have been painful for Billy.
3: The sheriff and the mayor mayor wanted Billy's companion's names and weren't afraid of using force to achieve it. They punched him and whipped his back until it was a red mesh. Billy didn't give up and resisted everything they threw at him. But as the fourth day was starting, Billy wasn't sure how long he could stand it. The sun was coming through the bars, and he knew the sheriff's tortures would start soon. He wasn't wrong. The cell door opened, opened, and there he was. And there he was. The sheriff stood at the door, door. his assistant at his his side, side, and a a hammer in in his hand. hand. Grab him, he ordered. Put his hand on the table. Billy tried to resist, but he was too weak. The assistant forced his hand open on the table. You know what's going to happen, kid, said the sheriff. Just say the name, and it will be over. And
0: it'll be over. Billy wouldn't give them anything. What's up? Is the machine broken? No, 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 no. I, I'm sorry, I can't go on. What? Why? What's the matter? Th- this is getting too serious. What are you talking about? Torture, jail. And now the hand thing. Do you know what you're doing? Sure, I'm writing a Western. And that's all? Don't you realize this is all about you?
1: You are writing about the police station. What? Okay, sure, it is. Is that all? (laughs) Is that all? Don't you understand who we are? Listen, there are rules here. And I'm breaking lots of them by helping you. I don't need you to create more
0: trouble by writing a story on torture in prison. Torture in police custody. It isn't the same as prison, and you know that. It's bad enough here, but at least I don't worry about my life. This is only purgatory. The jails at the police station are hell.
1: Does it matter if they find this? We are in serious trouble. We aren't
0: in a free place where you can do Anything you want. Right. I see. But let me tell you, first point, outside these walls, it isn't a free place either. We live in a dictatorship. Frank is in command. But it's not the same. There is more freedom out there than in here. The size of the cell might be different. But it is the same really. Second point, read my novels. This is how I always write. How about jail? He about my life, the real life. I know I will never be a good writer, a high art one, I mean. So the only way to give some depth to my stories is by exposing myself. That is why they work. <laughs> so you are always a hero, a revolutionary guy fighting the power. No, the hero is always me. That's different. You're also a writer, you know what I mean. No, I don't do that. What I write is not
1: real. It's all in my imagination. The stories have to be an escape from
0: reality. Sure, okay, let's see. You told me you had a recurring main character, didn't you? Yes, Sheriff Kane. but he isn't in every novel. But he's in most of them. You chose as a hero, a sheriff, always keeping the law and fighting those who break it. Am I right? Yes, yes. So what? You are a prison guard. Keeping the law and fighting whoever breaks it. But I'm breaking it when I'm helping you. And I am sure that's why your next novels will be better. Listen. If you don't want to go on, it's all right. You have done more than enough and I thank you for that. We can leave it at that. And when my hand improves, I'll write again myself. Victor... Couldn't you tone it down a little bit? No, it doesn't work like that. I don't use guidelines. It, it, It comes like that. Okay. Go on. Thank you. The sheriff lifted his hammer. You may finish
3: this easily, kid, said the sheriff. Just say the names. That's all we want. Billy's lips were sealed. But when the hammer hit him, his screams echoed through the whole building.
0: Mary took off the bandages from Billy's hands. My God, look at this. Billy didn't want to worry her. It's just a scratch. I've had wars, he lied. Oh, Billy, why do you have to do this? We could find a better place. Victor tried to comfort her. Billy, you said Victor tried to comfort her.
1: You should have said Billy tried to comfort her. Oh,
0: (laughs) yeah. Oh, yes, sure. Okay, let's continue. We've taken long enough days with this novel. Right. Then go on. Billy tried to comfort her. Mary,
3: this is for us. If we don't stand and fight, it will happen again. We must face them now. Oh, Billy, I'm not strong enough, said Mary. I'll be strong for both, Mary. As long as you are by my side. Mary, the tears... You've been fooled, Billy shouted. This is not a town, this is a factory. The mayor treats you worse than factory workers, like slaves. Some agreed, but most were so scared they just looked down. Billy started walking towards the mayor, the sheriff, and all his henchmen. The mayor watched Billy from the middle of the street and shouted, look at him, alone again. (laughs) He laughed. Sheriff, shoot him. Let's finish this. Billy kept on walking calmly. Your side is failing, Mayor. I'm not alone. I'm just the first in line. From inside the houses, people started to join Billy. As they kept walking, more people joined in until all the townsmen marched on. The mayor was enraged. Shoot him! He shouted. Kill them all! But it's the whole town, type. achieve something so important I'll fight to keep it like that forever and they kissed in freedom the end
1: and they kissed in freedom the end Whoa!
0: we, we finished it finally I thought we weren't going to make it it took us a whole month The longest i've ever taken with a novel
1: and we only wrote the second half how fast do
0: you usually write them Uh, i used to do one one a week just as it comes i never review them but troya always asked me to be faster (sighs) wow (laughs) i wish i could be that fast i'll bring this to troya tomorrow do you have any message for him oh no he's only worried about Curtis novels I'm sure he will only be interested in when I finish the next one. Do you want to start a new one? No, 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 no. Let's let's rest for a day. My hand is improving. Soon I'll be able to ride myself again. Thanks a lot, Carlos. It's been great having your help. No, oh, oh that, that sounds like a farewell. Don't worry.
1: Maybe we aren't going to ride together anymore, but uh, we'll both be around.
0: Well. In a way this is a farewell. The end of the collaboration For now it is.
1: <laughs> so what do you want? Do you want to return to to yourself? Let's chat a bit here, hm?
0: We hardly know each other. Oh <laughs> I know you more than you think. It's all written here. <laughs> okay, then I'll have to read your shaved gain stories. <laughs> what was your alias again?
1: Oh, um, Garland. Tom Garland. Mm. I don't think they allow our kind of novels in prison. Then tell me one of your stories. One of my novels? Okay. Um, uh, Let's see. The last one was about four foreigners Mm -hmm. arriving to Sheriff Kane's town. Mm. No one knows who they are, or what they are doing there. They claim they are looking for a gold mine. But in fact.
5: So, Carlos, you have it?
1: Sure. It's all here. Victor Rivera's latest
5: novel. Finally. The Town Shoots Red Bullets by Curtis Carrigan. The censors would hate a title like this. It's too communist. You should have changed it. I only transcribed what he told me. And I appreciate that. When will he have a new one? We don't know. It's hard to tell. If we could have a novel a week, it would be perfect. We must improve our rhythm if we want to have any profit.
1: I guess he won't need my assistance soon. Well, then I, I will also be able to write my own again. I actually have a few stories in my head which I would like... And Victor will be faster then? I, I, I guess, yes.
5: Great, great. My secretary will pay you. I'll be waiting for Victor's next novel. And yours, of course. Isabel?
1: It's Carlos, the guard helping Victor. We have finished his novel. I have money for you. Isabel? Isabel, are you okay? W- why is everything thrown about?
2: They came here. Who
1: came here? What happened?
2: The police. The bombs. They say that Victor...
1: Victor planted those bombs?
2: Victor will never do that. The terrorists... Our phone number was in his wallet. The policeman says... He helped, and they will kill Victor. Victor did nothing.
1: Shh, shh, calm down, Isabel. Everything will be fine.
2: No. They want to set an example.
1: I'm sure nothing will happen.
2: You must help Victor escape from prison. We'll run away to France. I
1: can't do that, Isabel.
2: Please. They will kill him.
1: Isabel, calm down. You are talking nonsense. Look at me. Isabel, look at me, please. Now, breathe. Slowly. That's it. Air comes in, air goes out. Slowly.
2: Tell Victor I love him. I haven't told him enough.
1: Where is Victor? Who? Victor Rivera. Corridor 4, cell 10. He's not in his cell. They took him back
4: to the police station for questioning. What? He's involved in some terrorist attack.
1: He's not involved!
4: Oh, let the police decide that. Are you okay? You look nervous.
1: No, no. I'm
4: fine. Do you want water?
1: No, no, I'm okay. I just need to sit down. Give me a minute.
4: What's up with you and that Victor guy? Does he owe you money?
1: No, no. He and I have... Yes. He owes me money.
2: Carlos, is Victor back?
1: Isabel, you don't have to be here every morning. There are no arrivals at night. Some interrogations last for up to a week. That's normal.
2: There's something wrong. I got a bad feeling.
1: Don't think like that, Isabel. Do you need something? Does the baby need anything?
2: We don't need charity, Carlos. I still have the money from Victor's last novel.
1: Then go home and try to relax. When Victor returns, I'll tell you. I promise.
4: Hey. Uh, Well, Carlos, looks like you lost your money. What are you talking about? That convict who owed you money, Victor mm, something... uh, Victor Rivera? That one. They emptied his cell today. Everything is in that box over there. No money. Only lots of typed pages. You mean he's... Dead? Who knows? Uh, The police will never say if someone doesn't make it through question. This way his relatives won't complain. Sad, isn't it? I... I need to go to the bathroom. Come back soon. We have to check the cells.
2: Back?
1: Isabel. I knew you would be here. I <clears throat> I I don't know how to tell you this. Um shall we go somewhere quieter?
2: Is Victor all right?
1: He is um He Isabel. He. He's back. <clears throat> he's back in his cell again.
2: Oh.
1: The interrogation is over. They had nothing on him.
2: Thank God.
1: He's fine. <clears throat> A bit weak and tired, but he's okay. He wants me to tell you he loves you but still doesn't want you to visit him in prison.
2: Oh, come on. Playing the big hero again. (sighs) Tell him I love him too. Will you?
5: I'm sure he knows. Carlos, what are you doing back here? It was only last Tuesday that you brought me the last novel. Don't tell me Victor has finished another one. Oh, no. No, he hasn't. So then, it's one of yours? You're spinning up. No. No, I have no new novels.
1: In fact, that's what I wanted to talk about.
5: What's the problem,
1: kid? You see, while I was helping Victor, I stopped writing my own material...
5: I know, and I appreciate your
1: effort. And now I realize I'm not interested in writing anymore.
5: I'm sorry, but there won't be new Tom Garland novels. Is there anything I can do? If you want more money, we can take a look. There isn't much margin to work with, but maybe... No, no, it's not about the money. I've thought about it a lot, and it's definitive. I'm sorry to hear that. It's been great having you aboard. Will you still help Victor with his novels? Absolutely, yes. Victor's deal remains the
1: same. He'll write his pulp stories, I'll bring them to you,
5: and his wife will get the money. Good. Then we'll still see each other. If you ever change your mind and want to start writing again, just say the word. My door will always be open for you.
1: Thank you, Mr. Troyer, but
5: I doubt it. Hey, Santiago. Are
1: Victor's things still here?
4: Sure. There is the box under the desk. Do you want something?
1: Uh. I just want this. What's
4: that? It looks like a phone book.
1: It's an unfinished novel.
0: (sighs) They called him Rebellion. Remember this will happen to anyone breaking the law, said Mayor Stevens standing on the gallows. The whole town Town was looking at him him in submission. Johnny, still chained, was
3: guided to the platform by the sheriff. Don't forget, I own this town and everything in it! Mayor Stevens kept shouting. Johnny remained silent while the hangman placed the noose around his neck. Proceed, ordered Mayor Stevens. The hangman pushed the lever and the floor disappeared under Johnny's feet.
1: At that exact second... The sheriff fired his gun, slicing the rope with a shot. Enough, he shouted. Johnny fell to the ground.
3: Are you you okay, okay, boy? Boy, asked the sheriff, keeping his gun trained on the mayor and the hangman. I guess so, gasped Johnny. Then get on my horse. You're making a terrible mistake, said Mayor Stevens. I
1: don't don't think think so. so. I'm I'm tired of looking the other direction. One of the mayor's henchmen reached for his gun, but a bullet to his hand froze him. The, the sheriff, sheriff jumped,
3: jumped on the, horse, the horse behind, behind Johnny. Jimmy. Let's go, boy. Let's go, boy. I'll take, I'll take you somewhere, somewhere safe. safe.
1: And in a cloud of dust... And in
3: a cloud of dust... They both rode They away. both rode away. The end. Antonio Gill in Escapism in Dime Novels, a play for radio by Gerard Francius Rivera. Also starring Jose Miguel Jimenez, Letitia Vaquero, Fede Gonzalez, Marcos Isla, and Roger Gregg. On sound, Mark Dwyer, directed by Ethna Hand. The series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds. Escapism in Dime Novels, a Drama on One production.
0: Drama on One.
1: Sundays at 8pm. rta.ia forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.